Nineteen is a recently formed acoustic duo that's breaking the boundaries of jazz, folk, and pop. The group is proud to debut their eclectic sound at XQ's Cafe and Lounge on Friday, January 17th. The show also features performances by local artists Holly Rose and Stacey James. It's $5 at the door in all ages. Support local music by seeing 19 Holly Rose and Stacey James on Friday, January 17th, 8 p.m. at XQ's Cafe and Lounge in Winnipeg. Hey everyone, this episode of the podcast is my conversation with Matt from Super Heavy Newish, but a long time in progress project, Book of Ghosts. It's a fun chat about their debut self titled record, about playing brutally heavy music that's also accessible and catchy at the same time, which is hard to pull off, and about the trials and tribulations of trying to put on a show with something that, up until now, has only been a recording project. And we get into a lot more. I hope you enjoy the episode. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm in this weird um, place that looks really sketchy on the outside, but it's actually quite nice on the inside. And uh, I'm here with someone who hasn't been on the show before, but we met briefly. Uh, you had an ad on the show a while back, and I was and you gave me a copy of the record. And so I've been listening to that quite a bit since then, and uh, I have a lot of questions. So before we even get started, though, if you want to just introduce yourself and a bit of background on the project, that would be a cool way to start. Hey guys, um, my name is Matt Petrie. Uh, everybody calls me Petrie. Um, I'm in a, a new group, recently new group called Book of Ghosts, and we're four members now, and um, put out our disc in August, late August? Yeah, and, it was in the fall, uh, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Met up with Sam and around that time, too. I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think the record was out yet, but it was, uh, I have to say, too, like, it wasn't what I expected. You kind of had explained it to me, you know, what the album was, and I was like, oh, cool, that sounds good, and I listened to it, I'm like, this is, it was a lot heavier than I thought it was going to be. And I was listening to it again on the way here. And maybe this is a cool place to start because I got most of the record in on the drive here. And one thing I noticed is that it almost seems like it's divided into two halves. Is that on purpose? Because the first half is all punishingly heavy. And then you get to about the midpoint and there's a lot more melodic stuff. There's a lot of like clean vocals and things like that. And more hooks. Like was that on purpose or is it just happened that way? I think that just happened because okay. it took... Um maybe a couple years, two to three years to put together beginning okay, to okay, end yeah. and with a bunch of different artists. So I guess at the same time, I could also say like the first couple tracks, first three tracks are like the mainstays in the band. Okay. So we got, we got Matt in the kit there and we got um, Jason Gray, the vocalist for the majority of the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so... The band, when the album was recorded, was it just you and another guy? Or was it just you and then guests? Or how did that how did that work? Actually, um, so my old band, Long Term Enemy, disbanded. Okay. And um, I just wanted to continue writing songs like I always do. And um, I started jamming with Derek Kroll. Okay. Uh, drummer of Otov and a few other bands. Um, and we had a jam space by the airport. And uh, started writing, I guess, some of those... Some of the stuff me and Derek were writing, it was the, I guess, the start of Book of Ghosts. Sure, And sure. then he eventually uh, did a few tracks okay. for okay. drums on the record, so. 
And so this, like you said, it has been a couple of years in the making. Um, has it just been sort of recording these songs when you have an opportunity to? Or what, I guess, was the reason behind the, the long time you worked on it? Um, I guess just everybody's busy. Sure, yeah. Derek's got a kid. He's got a band or a couple bands and then right. a full-time job. And then uh, my vocalist, my mainstay vocalist now, Jason... Um, he's always running back and forth Western Canada and stuff. Okay. So it's the typical adult stuff, life gets in the way kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then working with your producer. Sure. Um, he's got a full-time job too as well. So Sure. So is this now, I mean, was it intended to just be a recording project or was the goal to kind of get it to be a band that plays out as well? I think the goal was to piece together members to form uh, a band. Okay. Like after it had been already recorded or? Yeah. And along the way, I guess. Sure, sure. But if um, if that didn't happen, it's tricky, like, sticking with some guys over a length of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it didn't happen, I was cool with it being, like, uh, just a, a recording project and then, okay. like, putting it out. Where is it now in terms of that? Like, is it something that is able to play live at this point? or? Yeah, we're, uh, we just added uh, the fourth member, uh, my buddy, uh, my good buddy, Rob Burton okay. from El Diablo. And, um, yeah, so he's just kind of like the final piece, like rounding out that low end. Like sure. He's, he's a really good bass player and a really good friend. So. Okay. Well, that's the stuff to have, right? Someone, someone you're already friends yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cool. I hate asking this question, but how do you define the genre of it? Because, I mean, obviously it's heavy, but there's, like I was saying before, there's, there's different sides of it. And, I mean, there's hip-hop elements. There's the saxophone in what I think is the best track on the record. Like that, 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 it's kind of unexpected, and it takes it in a really cool direction. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously different styles of metal involved too, right? So where, how do you classify this if you have to? I was thinking about, about that uh, today. Or like how would I would answer that, and just thinking of all like the subgenres or like the yeah. attachments would be. And it sucks, right? I mean, it's easy to just say, "Oh, it's a metal band." Yeah, that's probably what you do, right? Or, or do you actually classify it further? I guess sometimes I'll put it generic, just metal. Yeah. Like if like a bio asks, but like it would be just a headache just to like kind of think about like how many. Yeah. Diff- I would. I guess I could. You could say alternative metal. Okay. But like we just don't. It's hard to put a label on it, so we just go with the flow, and we got so many influences and stuff, so yeah. we just don't bracket ourselves. Or... Okay. Was there anything, like, any kind of overarching major influences that, that you think came through, when, like, maybe when you heard the finished product? Um, just the accumulation of everything, I guess. Okay. Just, I don't know, just uh, when you make, it takes a few years to make a record, it, it really takes shape. Well, your tastes are changing too while you're doing yeah, that, right? Exactly, so, yeah, exactly, yeah. right. And okay. like, even during the recording process, you're probably like, like, there's even like times where you're like, I'm kind of sick of this song, but I need sure. to finish it. And but yeah, when it when the final product comes out, it's like, if you can be really happy about it, then it doesn't matter what genre. It is, yeah, right? you've done something pretty successful in, in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, were your other bands this similar style wise? I mean, again, not not to put a label on it, but I mean, is this sort of a continuation of the type of yeah. stuff you did before? Long-term enemy, um, same singer, Jason Gray, okay, same screamer. Okay. So that's going to come through? That yeah. yeah. He moved uh, next door to my parents' place when I was like 12. And oh, cool. We slowly became, I guess, just bandmates over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool. That is cool. It's cool that you're still doing that, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right on. What's the uh, story behind the name? Um, The name... I was... I guess yeah, I mean, it's for, a cool name, but yeah, for, I guess for a major part of a year, I was just trying to think of like what would just be cool, yeah. like what 
can I have like ten years down the road? I'll, I'll, it'll still, it's not too bad of a name or something. <laughs> right, it's not going to sound super cheesy, and you're sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it went through a lot of different names, but that one just seemed to like stick like through months and months of the okay. recording process. Okay. So you say you know you want to have it ten years down the road. Is this something you're hoping to continue? Like, are you planning to make yeah. this a major project for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like twenty. I I don't know. I'm in it for the long haul. Yes, just building yeah. a an archive and stuff. So. Okay, okay. So how have you? I mean, because it's sort of something that's been put together over a long period of time. How have you sort of got the word out about this record, and how has it been received so far? Because you know, if you're not actively playing shows, obviously it's harder to to let people know it exists, right? Like, yeah. Have you had? Have you struggled with that at all? Or, um. I mean, I know even music video and stuff out there. Yeah, that, that's obviously helping, right? But yeah, we definitely got to play our show and a bunch of shows. Yeah, because um, we originally had a CD, our CD release booked for. We were gonna go for New Year's Eve at the Albert. Oh, and then they had stuff happened with the Albert, and even before that, uh, someone else was grabbing the show, an unnamed band. Oh, so I couldn't grab that one. So I grabbed, I think, January tenth, which was like last weekend. Yeah, yeah. And, and then that that stuff went down with the venue. Yeah. Mark pulled his sound system out of there, and we were just like, well... And now what do you do? Yeah. yeah, we were looking forward to playing Albert with that sound system, with our sound guy. My good friend Dan was doing sound Oh, now, cool, so. cool. Yeah, that would have helped too, right? If you got someone who knows... Yeah, yeah. 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 So is that being rescheduled, or are you still looking for a, a date for that? Or? Then we, we had uh, several dates along the way in January, kind of lined up, but just... Everybody's just so busy right now. Yeah, and uh, that's right after the holidays, right? Everyone gets back to work and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Jason's got a big show coming up. His band Bears with Technologies opening up with uh, opening up with Soulfly. Oh, cool. Okay, at, this yeah. par- at the park. Yeah, yeah. February seventeenth. So he's got that. That's his real big show. Right, that's a huge show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. And so yeah, I think our CD release or our first spurt of shows is just on the back burner till okay. like spring or something. Okay. Is the record something that you can pull off live? With the with the four of you, like have you? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're fine tuning it too. Okay. So like, I'd rather be over prepared. Yeah, of course. Yeah. As painful as just waiting to, I'm not a patient guy. So that. Well, it sounds like you are though. If you spent two years <laughs> making a record. Right? And we booked this uh, this podcast a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, the yeah. So, so it was, sounds like you're very patient. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue with that, but yeah. Um, but. Uh, me and my girlfriend just popped out a baby boy. Oh, nice. Congratulations. That's so awesome. yeah, I yeah. got to learn to be patient. Yes, you do. Yeah, I got two kids. Mine are a lot older than that. Though. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, well, the reason I ask that uh, about kind of whether you can pull them off live is because a lot of people, when they do something that starts off as just a recording project, there's so much more happening, right? They put on so many more layers and things that then when it comes to playing it live, it's sort of like, oh, how do we do this? Like, how do we replicate this? But you, you're able to do that? Like, it's been... Yeah, like, on the record, there's um, some songs that have uh, a few leads okay. over the rhythms. Yeah. But... I think we're going to manage it live just because uh, Rob's a really good bass player and um, he could fill out the lows if, I'm, cool. if, if I am doing the highs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you play guitar and bass on the record, right? I play, yeah, guitar and bass on the record. Okay. Okay. And so, yeah, Rob hasn't even uh, touched that record yet. So, like, okay. the new songs are, are that, we're, that we're working on are sounding really good with Rob's.
you have new songs, obviously, and you have this, this record that's been sitting and being worked on over such a long period of time. Do you, like, do you feel like you've progressed past those songs now? And is it annoying to have to play them? Because you, you have to play them, right? Because you want to get the CD out, you want people to hear it. But, like, do you think that the band has kind of moved past those now? Or are you still quite happy being in that world of, world of the record? Um, we're still happy with being in the world of that record. But um, just working on new songs, uh, I feel like it's just it just keeps me going. Yeah, yeah. Just because, I don't know, the next song I try and, like, we've got to make that song better than this song. Just, sure, like, sure. Do some things differently and tweaks and try to outdo the last. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, a, that's a good attitude to have. I mean, there definitely are people who are the opposite where they feel like, oh shit, I have to play these songs now and then like, I'm done with them. But yeah, it's, it's cool that you are still you can still be in that mode after after living with yeah. them for so long, right? Yeah. But going back to one of your questions, uh, a few questions back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's kind of been a stall in like just sales. Like, sure. Like uh, I bought that a few ads on one of your podcasts yeah, yeah. there. And then um, all our records are at all the Sunrise locations in Winnipeg and then the one in Vancouver. Oh, cool. So that's cool. That but is cool, like, yeah. But just need to start playing shows to... To just I'll, get yourself out there, right? Yeah, because it's yeah. one thing to hear your band's name like on the internet or on social media or something. Or yeah. It's another to just to, I don't know, have uh, an effect on someone in, the, in yeah. the room. Well, and I think for physical media too, that's where people most likely are to buy albums anyway, right? At a show, they want to mm-hmm. take something home with them. So yeah, so you do that, you should be able to see yeah. somewhere. Yeah, got yeah. a box of CDs sitting at home. Nice, nice. Well, I'm sure you'll sell them eventually, right? That's what, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if you want to do this for 20 years, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got, That's why it was to, yeah. a, the investment to, to buy, you know, a few more CDs than sure. originally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, where does the, uh, the hip-hop influence come from? I mean, it's from what I remember from listening to the record, it seems like it's primarily on one track, really obviously. But, I mean, some of the vocals throughout kind of have that, mm-hmm. you know, those elements. Where, where does that come from? I guess um, all of us. Okay. That we all uh, like hip-hop. We all kind of rap and freestyle and make fun of each other. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. and that's been since our childhood. Okay. Since uh, our teenage years and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. There's so much good hip-hop. There's, there's tons of it, yeah. And there's still some good old hip, hip-hop that's still just good 20 years later. Yeah, and it's never never going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Is it, is it easy... Is it easy to fit that, or hard to fit that into a heavy song without coming off as like a new metal type of thing? Because that has a stigma to it, right? Like people are people See, don't want to hear that necessarily. In maybe you do, but in twenty twenty, I think a lot of people are just like, oh, I don't want, you know. Yeah. Or, or is it cool again? I don't know. See, I, I'm. I'd rather hear just what people think of it, among, like what they think of it. Because sure. the new metal that doesn't even bother me. Okay. Bother me. Do you think that that's a legit like? impression people might have though because there's rap and there's heavy yeah and then seven string guitars sure so like, yeah, yeah 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 so i wish i was playing seven string guitars like 15 years ago yes yeah. uh, now i'm just uh i just can't put them down yeah just to get that extra low end or? yeah and like different tunings like i got two main tunings that i that i use okay and then like i can eat i could go even lower if i wanted to like i got a drop pedal like oh cool cool like there's just so many different combinations and like I feel like we're finding our sound. Yeah. I really yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's funny that you're finding your sound now after spending so much time on the project, but it makes oh, sense man. now that you got the other people involved and stuff, right? Yeah. So kind of to jump back a bit um to whether you can pull this off live, some of the songs obviously have guest musicians on it and guest vocals yeah. and things like that. How do you plan on doing those? Although can you like compensate for that with the four of you or do you have to bring people in or um that's something that we're I guess discussing when we're talking like 
or set list sure, yeah. for, for a show and like who's available and just kind of just kind of going with the flow i know we're going to have some songs with many guests um down probably on each record okay i just okay. yeah i was supposed to work with we we're supposed to work with trevor bernie on the first record but um you know life happens yeah sure yeah so you, you we open to it being collaborative though right like very too, yeah. very and yeah. mix of all genres yeah don't really care where they put us in and yeah. yeah. Well, kind of like we discussed before, right? It's hard to just pigeonhole it. And, yeah. Do you think that's going to be helpful to you as a band that you kind of are nebulous, hard to describe? You can sort of flow between different. Yeah. Genres? I don't know if it will be helpful. Well, you haven't played shows yet, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, I don't know how that, like, potential fans on the internet will, will take it. But, sure. Um, but I mean, you have the possibility to be open up to, to different audiences, though, right? Because yeah. one, one song, I mean, one of the later songs in the record that's more melodic. And even the one you have the video for, that's, that, that's definitely not a pop song, but compared to some of the really, really heavy stuff at the beginning of the record, that is definitely more, I think, um, approachable to someone yeah, who's maybe to not... to a, a wide yeah. array of listeners, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, I guess it's the pop single on their yeah. album, if you're to have one, but you know what I mean? Like, and a yeah, very yeah. short song, and it was, it was fun and easy to put that video together. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I feel like um, yeah, I just feel like going forward, we're gonna have a wide array of songs and genres. Cool, cool. Can I live with it? Or just transcend it?
you choose that video specifically be- for that song because it's more accessible, or, or was that just when you wanted to do a? Um, I was trying to put the video. The video it was in the winter. Okay, I was trying to get Derek Kroll in the video because he does the drums. Right, right. On the record, and he has a beautiful, I think it's a Pearl Masters kit, just like this blue pearl. Oh, cool. It's, it's, he was gonna bring it out, but the schedules just didn't line up with that. Again, with that, that space. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we just winged the video. Um, me, my buddy Dylan, and Kyle. It was cool. three of us. Cool. Doing everything. Everything. Nice. Yeah. Well, it worked out all right. Like, it looks perfect. Yeah, we, we were in there for like an hour and 50 minutes, rushed in and out of the spot. It's pretty good considering so, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right on. Where do you, um, I mean, you get a lot of Winnipeg tattoos. I get the impression that you're, you know, heavily involved in the city. And uh, where do you kind of fit yourself in within the local music scene? And then the reason I ask this is I like to kind of, it's kind of like the genre thing, I guess, where I like to kind of compartmentalize people in my brain and figure out, like, you know, what bands they came up listening to, what parts of the local scene. So, like, what was your sort of introduction to Winnipeg music, I guess? My introduction to the scene... I guess it was a slow introduction into, like, local yeah. uh, bands and stuff. Yeah, that's more what I mean. Like, were there certain bands that you kind of, as a teenager or whatever, came up going to a lot of shows to? And, and... Yeah, like, a, my first... I'll just get this out of the way. Yeah, yeah. ACDC, okay. the old arena. Yeah, yeah That yeah. was mind-blowing. Right on. I think it was nine, 2001. Okay. That so, was your first show? Yeah. It's a pretty good one. That was first show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I remember uh, Jason and Dan, their band, um, which is now Bears with Technology. Okay. They were started playing the zoo, and I think I was like 17, 18, and I started getting into yeah, the yeah. very heavy around then. Cool, so. cool. And then when did you first start playing in bands? Uh, I had a... Was trying to build a band in high school, jammed a few times, yeah. and, and guess I never, yeah, we never, we never played a show. Okay, but um, I think there's a lot of high school bands like that. Yeah, like we were trying to just trying to find individuals with the right dri- same drive. And yeah, the, sure, and the same influence and the one that played the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, when did you actually officially kind of start playing out? Our first show that. That Albert booking that yeah. we were supposed to have this weekend yeah. would have been great because that would have been mine and Jason's 10-year anniversary of, of our first show. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Like exactly? Like on the exact date? Or? Almost the, nice. the same weekend, at least. Nice. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. When you um, when you put this record out, I mean, as someone who still listens to lots of physical media, I love the FCDs, and it's nice that uh, you know people are still doing this, but was that... Um, like, what do you listen to as far as music? Are you strictly a digital guy? Are you still into physical media? What's your um, Well, I got I usually do couple rotate a couple CDs in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Spotify. It's okay. accessible. I pay for Spotify for my girlfriend too. Okay. So we invest twenty bucks in that a month. Um, iTunes. But yeah. Um, so you're you're in the digital world. Of yeah, and I have some records, but I, my old record player busted so okay. i gotta get a new record player so do you think that there's i mean this is just for my own real curiosity because like i i still don't do spotify or any of those things i still am like stubbornly listening to my tapes and records and cds until they break yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like did do you th- did you make the cd the physical copies because you thought that there's like uh like do you feel like there's a desire for people to bring home cds or yeah and and i think a big a big reason was uh long term put out a cd too okay so i kind of wanted to build on that sure have a, a catalog i guess yeah yeah no fair enough have, maybe hang them up on the wall or something yeah one day, but they're there and 
yeah, we're going to do it again. Well, that's something a... you can sell at stores too, right? I mean, yeah. in addition to shows, like you're saying, Sunrise has, has yeah. everything. So, yeah, Sunrise is great. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of... I, I'm kind of surprised everyone when I go in there and see what local stuff they have. Yeah, they're really nice. Like, every store, just the support. That's cool. That's cool. I never imagined it would be kind of that easy. Well, because HMV was not It easy. was kind of intimidating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. HMV, for but... sure, yeah. I don't think they sold a lot of local... No, yeah. not independent local stuff, anyway. They yeah. sold, like, the bigger bands. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's, it's cool, yeah. So what's the... Uh, I guess what's the next step now? You have, you have the record out. You're working on new stuff. You want to get a show happening. When do you expect that you'll have a follow-up to this album? Like... How many new songs do you kind of have? We got like a half a dozen songs. Oh, nice. Go. Okay. So none of those really have lyrics, but like the structure is is um, there, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's still lots of work to be done in the in the writing process, but uh, yeah, there's another it's, it's coming, yeah. EP or album okay. is up okay. on the way eventually. Is that how these songs were written too? Like you had all the music stuff done and then the vocalist would come in and do the, the lyrics or? Um... On some of the songs, we work together okay. in the studio okay, cool. with our yeah. producer, J.P. Larondo from Broken Ground. Um, and then some were, like, obviously written at practice and yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Cool. Do you have any, um, I mean, you're doing the music, obviously. Did you have input on, on the subject matter and stuff in the songs and everything? or Almost always, at yeah. least when it, like, gets off. Like, when it's, I guess... Um, when the song flowers. Okay, no, sure. Because it yeah. needs a temporary name, I find, for to remember all this stuff. And sometimes the name is is lyric is uh, part of the vision, or the lyrical okay. vision. Okay. So, or sometimes it just got like a funny, funny name. To, right, and that just just as a temporary kind of placeholder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it, oh man, that song will take shape and form and twist and turn into yeah. something else. So. You got to call it something, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. So. When do you when do you think a show will happen? Like I know you haven't got that sort of rescheduled yet, but what what are you aiming for as far as timeline with that? Um, either probably March, April. Okay. Yeah. Spring time, yeah. We're just gonna soak all this time up. Uh, just keep fine tuning the set. Cool. Got a couple of covers. We'll play at the show too. Okay. What kind of covers? Or is that spoiling it? At a... Um. Just thinking of the style, I'm wondering what what you're. Okay. What you're yeah. Yeah. To. I'll. I'll drop uh, at least the band name. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll probably cover an Every Time I Die song. Okay, okay. A band that I kind of only got into them like the last three years, three, four years. And okay. They're pretty, I like their live stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, because I mean, like, some, some some bands you can sort of figure out immediately what they are gonna what they would cover because it, there's just an obvious fit. But again, with the kind of shifting genres and stuff, right? Like, you, yeah. there's kind of a wide range of stuff you could do. Yeah, and like... like Everybody likes to play so many, like all the different genres. And yeah, when yeah. we come together, like we just might agree, hey, let's do a Chili Pepper song. Or okay. Something. Yeah. Or, yeah. If we're just feeling it or yeah. just messing around. But. Which is interesting because I don't know if necessarily someone listening to some of the songs on your record would think that that's something that could happen, right? Yeah. But then other ones, yeah, sure. I mean, it's heavier, but I could see how that could be like a hidden secret little influence, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like um, the Beatmaster, um, Matt Colomay, he, me and him have kind of been jamming. Even though we just kind of formed this band, yeah, uh, we've kind of been jamming and bouncing riffs for the better part of a decade. Oh, cool! Not okay. seriously back then, yeah. but like yeah. just. And then finally, like you're the you're the guy, man. Like, you, you fit the mold. <laughs> you had him in your back pocket the whole time, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool. That's cool. Rain, rain, rolling rainbow 
So if people are hearing about you for the first time, because I mean, again, you haven't played shows, this is probably going to be a new band to a lot of people. What's the best way for them to, to hear the record, to find out if and when you are playing shows, that kind of stuff? Um, I guess obviously Facebook, Book yeah. of Ghosts, you could find us up on there, um, on Instagram. But um, yeah, just, um, <laughs> I'm sure if you just follow the, all the events on Facebook, like yeah. uh, Winnipeg Metal, Manitoba Metal, all. Okay. Oh, you're in all those groups. I'm going to spam all you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you have to do it now, though, right? I mean, like, have you, how have you found that? Because I know, I mean, like, like you said, you've been playing for a long time. Things have changed even in the past, like, three or four years in terms of how artists need to, to get the word out. It's not, you can't just put up posters now. You have to be doing, like, social media constantly yeah. and all that stuff. Like, how have you found that experience? You have to attack from all angles. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> is, has it been easy, though, or is it, like, is it a learning curve? or? Um, I guess... A bit of it's luck too, but sure. yeah, there's uh, always like, okay, are you booking the show the same weekend that Folk Fest is going down? Right, yeah, you got to think about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're going to lose some of your, your um, attendees, is, right? You think that's a conflict, Folk Fest and you guys? Um, It can because we got a variety, like, variety of friends. Sure, stuff, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And it's summer and like, but uh, yeah, advertising, like get up social media, posters, yeah. storefronts, yeah, tattoo yeah. shops. You got to branch out, right? Tattoo shops is a cool idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got a buddy... Uh, Shout out Kyle at Blaze Inc. Those guys, they always let me come hang my posters up. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Way in Transcona, so. Oh, right on. Right on. Yeah. It means a lot. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that is a, I guess it's like an unconventional place to, it's not just a record store or a pole or whatever. You got to find the weird spots because yeah. everyone's so fragmented everywhere and they're all doing their own things, right? So it's hard to, you can't get the message out across, across as, 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 as obviously anymore. You yeah. Have to, find these weird little nooks and crannies to yeah. and uh it doesn't hurt to buy an ad from uh you no that's right yeah yeah <laughs> hopefully people hear it right <laughs> so yeah um cool well yeah people should check out uh your social media and follow you there and the album's on bandcamp or soundcloud or the album is on youtube, YouTube? spotify Spot all, okay. all of all, all the streaming of, stuff yeah exactly okay awesome awesome and uh yeah and then if you want to hear more episodes of this show you can go to witchpolice.com all 450 some episodes are there for free download and streaming and you can also tune in on sundays at midnight on 101.5 UMFM. And those are older episodes to get a bit of a boost uh, a few months after they come out in podcast form. So it's January now. By the time it airs, it could be the spring or early summer. But the cool thing there is, you know, the record's already out. You're probably playing some shows by then. Maybe you even have something new in the works and someone hearing this when it airs can look you up and, oh shit, there's a bunch of stuff happening, right? So it's kind of a cool bonus, even though it's a big dis distance in time-wise. But like, often there's more interesting things going on by the time it airs, so. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, thanks for having me. I mean, I'm happy to thanks for talking come and have you on the podcast. And yeah. yeah, right on.
Thank you.